I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome back to part two of Vicky Fattis and the Secret Two with the gorgeous stylist to the stars, Alice Ransom. Did you like that one? Yeah, I like that one. I'm <laughs> being complimented. Yeah, it, well, we are a nice bunch here at the Secret Two. I sometimes listen to podcasts and like I, I feel like they get all the goss and all the dirty little secrets. And then I'm like, I forget to ask anything important. May I just have a really nice time chatting to somebody? So <laughs> I, maybe I should be a bit more ruthless and journalistic. The next one. Yeah, maybe your next pod. I'll be a savage. Um, so you mentioned earlier you do... Kay Ferdinand, you do Fern and you do Danny Dyer. Is there anybody else you do? Like, that's quite an eclectic mix and it must keep you busy. But I know we've recently worked on a project where you did Pete. I know, which was so fun. <laughs> I mean, the first styling session was very different to any styling session yeah. I've ever had before. But... It was a, it was different. <laughs> but you managed to get them out of black, Ellis, which is not something to be sniffed at. No, and I was really proud of some of those outfits. Um, I think he's he's definitely got really good style. Yeah, he is. That's exactly that, isn't it? It's pushing him a bit. And he knows what works for him and he knows what looks good. But he's, you know, some of the outfits that he did go for were a bit more daring. And I think just having someone sit there and say, yes, do that, he felt more comfortable to push it. Yeah. But yeah, I do Sunny J for Capital. Oh, I love Sunny too. He's so he is honestly the dream. Like, really lovely to work with. And obviously, he's had a big transformation. He set a goal for his thirtieth birthday to yeah. lose weight. Yeah, and, and now he's really enjoying his fashion more. Do you know what, mate? I'm just going to say, do you consider that to be a bit of a, a fucking punch in the dick? Like you're styling somebody for radio. <laughs> do you ever feel like <laughs> fuck this man? <laughs> No, I'm lucky. They do have the summertime ball and jingle bell, oh. so I get to do a little bit. <laughs> so once a year, someone yeah. gets to see a mini yeah, I get my moment. <laughs> <laughs> moment in the sun. No, I love that. Um, so you do, you have like a real eclectic mix. And I think I know the answer to this before I even ask it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah. Do you prefer styling men or women? Do you know what? I actually started by styling men. Right. I started for a brand that's actually no longer exists, Choice Designer Wear. Oh, I remember Choice. I remember it had one in Westfield. I remember getting yes, some presents did. for Urkan there one year. They had lovely brands and they were sort of 70% men's, 30% women. So I started men's and I really enjoyed it. But as I think it's easier to dress a woman because you understand what you like and yeah I sort of dress people slightly like myself I guess but I've started to really enjoy doing men's again now 
we found your passion for it again. Have you ever had a real fail moment where like you've, it's just not gone right? Like I, whether it's like, for example, I remember years ago, it was my first ever year going to the NTAs and I wasn't even invited. No, I was invited. I'd got invited to a box. They crashed the NTAs <laughs> and still managed to get worse dressed. <laughs> yeah, but no, I wasn't. So I was interviewing people on the red carpet. I'd just done X on the beach. And um, I, so they were, had me on the red carpet asking people about their worst Xs and their experiences and that to yeah. sort of promote the series. It was brand new and they're dead excited. Anyway, I've got a designer from Liverpool to make us a dress and she made us a dress before and it was for a couple of things for like the EMAs and like various things. And honestly, she'd always been amazing. I don't know what happened with this one, right? Like I'd gone for a fitting as well, a couple good fittings. Like it was just mental. Anyway, the dress got dropped off at my hotel morning of and like I put it on and it was this like long full length red thing. And um, like it had this like neckline where it's sort of like high at the neck and then here, here. Anyway, I just put it on and my tit just fell out. Like the boot, the boob line was just so low. Like there's nothing you could do. And it was like ill-fitting everywhere. It was just a total tragedy. And I was like, I'm not going. Like, I can't go. The team from MTV were like, you must go. Like, you're already an hour late because of this. They were savage. MTV have always been fucking savage. They just don't give a fuck about the individual. <laughs> go with the tit out. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll just go with me tit out. We'll see. I'm sure you'll get loads of great press. They probably would actually have loved it if I yeah, had gone. Don't, don't know why I'm acting like they wouldn't. So in the end, I had to go, Ellis, with a leather jacket zipped over the dress. <laughs> like, like, you know, one of those, like, oh, you've got like, you've got Strictly at nine, but you're like going to a Harley Davidson meeting. It was awful. And I had to like interview people like Ant and Deck and Oh like, no! Not, like That's even an moment. It was meant to be like the best time, and like I even remember it was the year that Chris Jenner went, and I like fucking dived across the in like, leather in me leather. Obviously, feeling like a stunt man. <laughs> Um, in a red carpet and try to like Chris, who's your worst ex? <laughs> um, with my little, my little MTV microphone. Um, I got stopped by security. I didn't get anywhere near her. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that was my biggest red carpet fail. Like it, it was just yeah. like. Have you had anything like that happen? Have you managed to keep your cool? Because I did not keep my cool at all. See, I've had a list. I've got a list. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's traumatic. I've I've got a few, but can I? I'll go through a few of them. I won't go on too long. But one of my most worst moments for myself, though, mm-hmm. which hasn't actually got anything to do with an outfit, but a red carpet foul. Yeah. I was styling one of my clients and she wanted me to go on the carpet with her uh-huh. and I bent down to like sort out her dress. And yeah. as I stood up, I've ran, knocked into the girl who's having her pictures next to this. Yeah. It's caught on video. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't know where to go. All the cameras are going. And it was like my first ever red carpet. And I was like, and I just sort of snuck off and I was mortified. Do you know who it was who you banged into? No, I think I was so traumatized by it. I just had to <laughs> run off. <laughs> that was awful. Again, I had a client for a red carpet. And again, the same as you, got a dress made and it came on the day. Yes, why? (sighs) Um, It turned up and it was a top and skirt and I gave all the correct measurements. And anyway, it was white. So 
we only had so many hours so that it had to be tried on before hair and makeup because obviously it's white once you're yeah. in it. You're so, in it. Yeah. So tried it on and same thing, whole tips were out. Like literally. And I was like, oh my God. But also I was like, I've got to stay cool here because I'm the stylist. Yeah. Is a massive tip for anyone who wants to work in the fashion industry at all. Yeah. You have to pretend that everything is fine. fine. So like, I literally went, it's fine. I'll fix it. At the time as well, it was again one of my first ever red carpets. So I didn't have seamstresses on speed dial. Yeah. I didn't have all these contacts. So I had to Google near Waterloo. It was at the Park Plaza. I had to Google a seamstress. I turned up at this dry cleaners, the cut in it was called something like ridiculous, and took it, had to chop the arms, get it made, went back, all whilst like thinking countdown is on. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh my God, they're not going to be able to go to this awards and it's going to be all me anyway they went back it wasn't quite right I had to go again backwards forwards I was literally like you know when you're <laughs> sweating yeah anyway it was fine and yeah it ended up being fine and that's the thing it always ends up being okay, okay. yeah but there's so many situations where I've been like oh my god but that's half the reason I set up my school so I've got a styling school and I like after that, obviously, I cried my eyes out. You know, once you're in the adrenaline, but after it, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to help people never have to experience that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably very fair. Honestly, mate, like it must be so awful. I don't know how you, the thing I couldn't do, like there's probably a couple of things I couldn't do, but I definitely yeah. couldn't keep me cool. No, I wouldn't be able to. I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like shouting on the phone to the designer. Like I'd be burning bridges left, right, and center. That's the problem. You have to really, really be careful because it, contacts as a stylist are so important. Yeah, you've got to just keep your cool and be nice and kill everybody with kindness. And I just have to be like, "Oh, this is such a shame." You know, I can't believe this has happened. Maybe we could, you know, I'm like, "Help me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and now I remember actually the last NTAs I did because now I've got such a fear of anything mm -hmm. like that happening yeah. I have about six backup dresses in my yeah. car so the, the last in NTAs your agency messaged me and said Kaz doesn't have a dress she needs a dress please can you help this was two hours before the red carpet I was like yeah I can actually I've got a car full does anybody <laughs> so else need one <laughs> do you want to go <laughs> And oh. it's glove. So yeah, there's been some fouls, but then some opposites of fouls. What is the opposite of a failure? Success. A, yes. a roaring success. <laughs> or success stories. <laughs> but then I suppose like the longer you do something, the more you learn. And you earn you only learn, unfortunately, sometimes through making mistakes, you know. Oh. And what I'm hearing is like being prepared and almost over prepared is the way to avoid a fashion fail in this space in particular. Like, I can't tell you how many times like I've had to be sewn into something or like something's gone wrong on the date. Like, I think it's always it always helps to have a backup. You just have to, and you have to be so proactive. I remember Fern wore this top and it had mesh in it. Mm -hmm. And I knew the mesh could maybe snap. So I was like, take scissors in your bag. If it snaps, we have to cut it out. Blah, blah. You know, there's so many yeah. situations where you have to be. Now, I think people always ask me, what is a stylist? And I'm like, it's not a skill. It's a set of skills. And it's being organized, proactive, keeping your calm, understanding trends and fashion. But I don't know. It's very, you sound very Liam Neeson there. 
<laughs> have a, a very specific set of skills, but it is, you're almost like, is, a Swiss, you're like a Swiss army knife, but a girl. Um, <laughs> I want to know, cause at the moment I'm seeing a lot of like, Oh, old money trend is in and quite this luxury is, trend. Yeah. Quite luxury trend. What exactly is it? Because it's got me confused. Like, is it just wearing your basics all the time? So it's basically Sophia Ritchie. Yes. She was the one who kickstarted it off. And Succession. Have you watched Succession? No, because again, that looks like one of those things that's going to give me anxiety. Yeah, that might give you a bit of anxiety. Let's not watch that. But to look <laughs> at the fashion, maybe just Google some of the outfits. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's basically wearing items and pieces that are really good quality, but, you know, you've not got big logos across it. So uh, we're obviously trying to achieve it at a lower price point, but Sophia Ritchie will probably be wearing a T-shirt that's free £400. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's all fucking Chanel, but it's just not got the yeah. Chanel tag on it. Okay. Yeah. But it's really classic. And I think for High Street, you can shop at places like Zara, yeah. um, Weekday for really lovely basics, Massimo mm. Duty, you know, Unicorn. I like that Massimo Duty, but they can wallop you with quite an expensive no. price tag every so often, can't they? Exactly. Same as Reese. Reese is a really good space for that as well. So it's just, but what is nice about the trend is you don't need loads. Yeah. You can just have your white tee, you know, some smart trousers. I think you dress quite, quite luxury when you do events and stuff. I think. Oh, that's nice to know. I didn't, didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> so natural. <laughs> so move over, Sophia. <laughs> um, Okay, so that's a trend. Is there anything else that people should be doing like this summer? Well, obviously we can't talk about fashion right now without saying about Barbie, can we? Oh my God. Do you know what? <laughs> I've seen it on Saturday, mate. And like, oh, I'm going tonight. You are going to love it. Like, because obviously it's it's quite feminist, you know? Yeah. So I don't want to say it's, oh, it's quite a chick flick because it's obviously packs more of a punch than that, but it's definitely not one I would rush to see with like a fella. Erkan was, was very bored wasn't for him there's this moment and I don't want to ruin it for you right but there's this really problematic moment where like the Kens like try and seize back some sort of respect and power and he was buzzing over it and I was like this is the entire yeah this is the wrong sort of message to take away yeah. from this film there but no it was so good so do you think that is literally having such a huge effect that people are just going to be wearing pink um, honestly I'm in shock because I think pink is such a color that some people either love it or they it's don't divisive, yeah. And I think it's just trying to introduce it in different ways into your wardrobe. So maybe if you're not someone who loves pink, you could just go for a pink accessory, a pink shoe or something similar. But it's also just very like Western. I think everyone's gone Barbie mad. Honestly, maybe you should have seen the cinema on Saturday night. I'm sure it'll still be the same tonight, but it was like everybody like there was women dressed like life-size Barbie dolls, just in like barnets. And I was like, (laughs) This is fantastic. Like, I'm surprised you didn't get a can in a Ken outfit. It is actually so Ken-like. It's ridiculous. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So... For anybody listening to this who sort of thinks like, I'm just a bit clueless. Like I wear the same stuff all the time. I don't feel like I'm dressing right for my shape or my age or whatever. Do you have like five universal top tips for everybody to help them sort of, I suppose, dress dress for them, feel great and not like break the bank? Yeah, I think like we said about a capsule wardrobe. So really think about your basics and don't just go for, you know, everyone's wearing a racer vest in a minute. If that's not your style, find your alternative. Yeah. A really good tip that I always say to all my clients is find someone on Instagram who is your same size, same shape and whose style you love. And you can really get inspiration from them rather than always looking to the likes of Hayley Bieber. Yeah. Who, like we spoke about earlier, looks amazing and everything. So yeah. And you're going to go home, try it on and feel rubbish because it doesn't look the same. And, you know, so I think it's really important to find a style icon who's similar to you. Really good advice, mate. Like I'm obsessed with this one girl. She's called like Yasmin Davenport or something on Instagram. She's unbelievable. Like her her whole life, I think, is just wearing nice clothes in really amazing places. I want her job next. But um, I, I had to stop myself from being so obsessed with her because I was like, Vicky, you've just got a totally different body shape to our babes, like, yeah. and a totally different life as well. But that's like, what I always say. You've got to consider your lifestyle. And yeah. me and fans speak about this a lot because you do go on Instagram and you see these people and they're dressed amazing. And I'm like, but fan, you've got a pop to go get Sunday from school and yeah. you've got to now take the dog for the walk. And, and yeah. it's the same with my friends as well. They're like, oh, I just don't feel great. But it is, you have to think about your lifestyle and not always put... Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like, it's fine if it takes a while to figure out your style. I think a really good way is to do a wardrobe clear out and go back through what you've got. And I always say to people, hang all your hangers in an order. And because naturally we only wear 20% of our wardrobe. That doesn't even surprise me. Crazy though, isn't it? So use the hanger trick so you can have everything hung. And if like after every few months, whatever you haven't turned round, uh-huh you can have a little get rid and see what sort of in your own wardrobe because sometimes I look back and I think oh I actually love that I could rewear that yeah so I think that's really important look at your own wardrobe find a style icon that works for you yeah and try different things find a good pair of jeans and that can take ages but just find a good pair of jeans I really like new look denim yeah new look denims because you, you had an edit with new look have you it is yeah, so I had a new look at it. I had it out like sort of like March, April time. And it was very much like um, Italian dream. Like we're getting married in Italy. We shot in Sicily. It was so nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've always been like, I was always top shop denim through and through. That was me. And then when the shop closed on Oxford Street, I was at a bit of a loss. And then I got more and more into new look. And I thought, this is just as good as top shop, but at a lower price point. So I feel like when it comes to jeans, I'm happy with new look. Like, Yeah, I like, I, my first ever job was new look styling. Was it, babe? That's a good question, though. How did you get into it, Ellis? Did you always know you wanted to be in this space? 
my aunt worked in fashion. She used to work for Tammy Girl. Stop it. That's I bought my first ever top with my own money in Tammy Girl. I feel like everyone did. Oh, um, such a lovely blast from the past, Tammy I know, Girl. Isn't it? Yeah. It's so good. And my mum was really always into fashion. So I was always around it. But then I went to sixth form and my tutor said to me, I don't think fashion's for you. Maybe you should drop the course. And I just, you know, when you just know in yourself, I was like, I just know fashion is for me. Yeah. So I left and went, found a fashion academy, went to a fashion academy. And yeah, like now I'm back 10 years later speaking at that fashion academy about my career and my journey. And I think, imagine I'd have listened to that tutor. Yeah. On your way back from that speech, like I would absolutely call it me old school just to go and tell that miserable old bitch exactly where I've been. It yes. really pisses me off. No, like, it's crazy. And, and I just think like if you had allowed that person to sort of get into your head and, and make you feel like, like, you know, this wasn't your true calling, you could have potentially missed doing this and you clearly oh. saw great at it and clearly love it. Yes. Is there a lot of rejection within the fashion industry? I think it's so strange. It's no longer the days where Devil Wears Prada is the thing. <laughs> in my head, you, you are running around like getting yeah. people like a specifically cooked steak or something. <laughs> I feel like everyone's actually been nice. And I've learned so many different things along the way because I've learned everyone actually does want to help each other out. And everyone is actually really friendly and everyone wants to get along and fashion can be really fun if you let it yeah I think but then you are gonna when you whenever you work for yourself there's going to be times where you don't get a job you know there's things I've gone forward that I really wanted and then you don't get them but then something else comes up have you ever heard of the burnt toast theory no so it it's a theory that in the morning, if you make your toast and you burn it and you're mad because you've burnt your toast, so you have to make another slice and you are then going to be like late for work and you're going to miss your bus or whatever. But actually, if you didn't burn your toast, that bus that you were going to get on, there was going to be an accident. Oh, or, it's outside indoors. Yeah, or, or like, you know, because you are forced to get the last, get the next train. It was a different train normal and you met the love of your life on that new train. Like yeah. it's the idea that like the universe is, is absolutely guiding you. And sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees at the time. And you're so mad about being late or missing the train or whatever it is, you know, but actually like it's protecting you from yourself sometimes. So I always tell myself when I didn't get the job I wanted and, you know, you see somebody else getting it, fucking know how much it was worth and buying all those things like you rather than drive myself mad I think the universe has got something else for me and I have to tell myself that so yeah remember the I, yeah I think that I think I've really had to learn to accept that not every and there's enough work for everyone you know and sometimes yeah. it doesn't always work out but then all of a sudden you get another job and you're like oh actually this is this is far more me yeah <laughs> No, it sounds like you've got a very measured way of looking at it. I'm pleased. Right. Before I let you go, I just wanted to quickly pick your brain on this incredible new sort of pre-loved fashion movement. Yes. Um, and I've got to be honest, I don't think I'm as proactive in that space as I could be. Um, I like sites like, you know, um, My Wardrobe HQ and um, like, I think that's the Harrods one, isn't it? Yes, that is. Yeah. And I like higher street and I like things like that where you can like rent things. But in terms of like fully eBay and things like that, I think I'm, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I think I'm a bit slow off the mark, but you've actually recently done a campaign supporting it all, haven't you? 
Yeah, so last year I started a campaign with CRUK, which is behind the fines. And look, I'm a stylist. I work with all the fast fashion brands and it's and that's what we really wanted it to be. Not this whole you have to be pre-loved, you have to everything has to be sustainable because it's not going to happen. Is it and just it, encouraging people to essentially embrace a mix? Yeah, it's been a bit more mindful. So yeah. You know, even things like doing swap shops with your friends, you know, if you've got something like that you don't necessarily like anymore, or like you just said, you've changed size, yeah. that you maybe give it to a friend or do go and donate it rather than just throwing it away. Yeah. It's just being more mindful. But we've, yeah, we've done a campaign and we've had some amazing guests. I have to get you on. Oh, I would love to. But honestly, mate, give me some time, please, because are you coming at me wardrobe? It's actually, you can't even say so the night. You can't even say the floor at the minute, mate. It's so bad. I've been Jamaica, a week in up Newcastle, a week at a retreat, a week somewhere else. It's just like six weeks worth of clothes. Floor drop, total floor drop. <laughs> but so do you, for example, when you're going on all these trips, are you really wearing things from your wardrobe? Are you trying to, because... Or are, is it always new bits? I guess it's so hard with the job that you have. Yeah, I think Instagram makes it really difficult. And like, I know people are going to come for me when I say this because I always get nasty comments because I go on to sell my clothes on Reliked. Oh, I do that as well. Yeah. So I'm always like, hi guys, like, you know, when I found my clothes and everyone's seen them because I've been on Instagram, I like to give them a second chance at a life and someone really liked. And I always get one knobhead who's like, it must be so nice to be able to sell things after you've worn it once. Like, you're just not relatable. And I'm like, oh God. We do that on Vinted and Depop. Yeah, I think some people just like to be angry, don't they? I do. But yeah, so I, I, I'm always careful about what I say. But yeah, I do try, like, for example, like a nice beach cover-up, mate, or like an oversized like shirt, like that'll do me for like five years worth of holidays. And I, I wear it, like I wear it off me back. Like yeah. a good thing, a nice black bikini, wear it off me back. Yeah. You know, but like every so often you've got like a big statement piece that gets on Instagram and ends up on the Daily Mail and ends up everywhere anything. I cannot fucking wear that again. Like <laughs> you're, you've been, it's been great, mate. But you're done. So I, I do. I try and sell things like that on reliked, which I feel like is kind of doing my bit. Or it's a small step. It is, and it also gives people the chance to be able to buy things that at a lower price point that yeah. maybe you know for the likes of brands like Karen Millen, it's still high street, but they're still a hundred pound items. So then on reliked, what it'll probably be twenty pound. Yeah, I oh, really like. Honestly, I can't believe the steal people get my stuff for. I think, fuck, yeah. are you joking me? <laughs> it's also become a trend now, and I think that's the whole Gen Z that we unfortunately aren't really part of. <laughs> oh, I am definitely not a Gen Zer, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay, I, th- I think I'd be a rubbish Gen Zer. Uh, I was doing the college talks the other week, and the girls in the, they came. They was like, "Oh, we're so tired. We went to see Scissor yesterday," and I was like, "Scissor." So like, who is Scissor? I was like, they was telling me these songs. I was like, oh my God, I'm obviously very old now. Is it, that the person who spelt like S-Z-A? Yes. I, I've been calling them S-Z-A, oh, which, I thought, which I did think was quite a mouthful. <laughs> so I realised I'm definitely not a Gen Z, but I'm here for their fashion. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, honestly, mate, I couldn't keep up. It's been so lovely talking to you, Alice. Like, I feel like... um you're great at what you do i honestly wish you every success in the future but before i let you go here at vicky patterson the secret too we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom so i would like to know what your secret is to being a fashion queen i 
God. I think definitely just embrace your style and yourself. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't listen to too many rules. You know, I so many people go to me, oh, you wear gold and silver together or black and navy. I'm like, yeah, I think there shouldn't be any rules. Where Lock me up. <laughs> yeah. um, fashion police are out there for me. <laughs> and it is just that. It's just loving what you're wearing. And if you love it and you feel good in it, then go for it. Try different styles, try different shapes and don't be afraid. Just go for it. You know, mate, it's so like, love that you hear you say that. Like I used to spend years like being really upset that I didn't look like people on telly or, or people in magazines or, you know, even later in life, people on Instagram, whatever it was. And, you know, I felt like because I didn't look like them and that's what the fashion world was catering for. Like I just felt a bit left out. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized like, oh, just because I don't know, low rise jeans are in fashion doesn't mean I have to fucking wear them, you know? Oh, true. And like the micro mini skirt. Yeah, I love it. But am I going to wear it while no. styling doing my returns in Zara? Probably no. not. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm not fashionable. Exactly. I think fashion has to be a mix between sort of what is trendy and what like people are wearing on catwalks and also like what makes you feel great and works for you, right? Exactly. And I think as well, anyone can buy fashion, but you can't buy style and style is your own thing. So own it. Yes, that's it. And if you had to choose me, would you rather be fashionable or stylish? Stylish, definitely. Yeah, me too, I think. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for a lovely chat. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Well, guys, that was Stylist to the Stars, Ellis Ranson, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Um, I really struggled today. I always tell you guys the truth. Um, I'm on my period and I can barely string a sentence together. So the fact that I managed to get through that without making a huge fool of myself is nothing short of a miracle. I hope um, it was still up to our usual standard. (laughs) Like I'm Michael Parkinson or something. (laughs) Anyway, guys, have a really great week probably be better than mine as I'm about to go and nail a giant dairy milk and cry over some really shit (laughs) rom-com. Sending you loads of love and as always if you are enjoying listening to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 then please do all of the podcasty things. Tell your mates, leave a review, tell someone who you think will like it and don't forget to follow us on all platforms whether that be Instagram, TikTok, hey and don't forget we've got a YouTube as well. (laughs) We're fucking everywhere. Have a wonderful week everybody. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.